Welcome to Companion Pass. I'm thrilled to have you along on this wild ride as we explore the untamed world of rodeo life and the families and supporters that make it all happen. From thrilling arena action to quiet moments behind the scenes, this podcast is your ticket to the heart of true rodeo life. I'm Lindsay Branquino, and as a rodeo wife and mom myself, I've experienced firsthand the joys and challenges of life in and around rodeo. Together, we'll dive deep with rodeo families, rodeo athletes, and other folks who are living and breathing the Western way of life. We'll explore topics like raising families while husbands are away, navigating the dangers of a professional rodeo career, keeping a relationship alive when you're hundreds of miles apart, and what it takes to pursue your own goals in the midst of it all. Whether you're part of a rodeo family, a fan, or just someone who loves Western culture, Companion Pass will give you all the real, unfiltered insights you've been looking for. Let's dig in. Welcome back to Companion Pass. Today is a guest that I am so excited has agreed to join me here. She's somebody that I look up to so much on so many levels as a wife and as a mom. And I just don't have enough great words to describe everything that I think of her. We have Cherie Wright. Now, she is the wife of two-time world champion Cody Wright. And she also, as a mom, her children have a collective nine, I think we decided, world titles, which is mind-blowing. And they're so young. So that number is just going to increase exponentially, I have no doubt. Cherie, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thanks for having me on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, like I was saying, I just admire you so much. And I know that a lot of the years that Cody was competing was the same time that Luke was competing. And so I got to kind of be in your orbit and watch you. And I just always really looked up to the way that you handled yourself and as a mom and You just looked like somebody who I know was doing a really hard job because I was doing it myself, (laughs) but you made it, you just handled it all with a lot of grace and you make a hard job look much easier than I know it is. Well, thank you. Yeah, definitely was not easy. Now you wrote a piece for Companion Pass when it was just on my blog and it is there and it still gets a lot of traffic. And I would encourage everyone to go and read it. I will put the link here in the show notes so people can go back and find it. And I remember this was kind of embarrassing for me personally. But when I read your piece, it made me cry. It was so honest and just so real because you said in not a lot of words, you really managed to convey what our lifestyle is. It was just I don't know, it was really moving for me to hear somebody else kind of articulate a lot of the feelings that I had been feeling good and bad. Well, you know, I think there, everybody wants to think it's this wonderful, glamorous, easy life to be a rodeo wife or a rodeo mom. And that's just not the case. If we're, if we're truly honest, it is not the case most of the time. So that, that's absolutely it. I think that our lifestyle gets romanticized a little bit, just tends to across the board. And I think there are a lot of reasons for that. The part that is most visible to everyone out there is something or these huge rodeos like Houston or Calgary or particularly the finals, which look like all of those things you just said. They look exciting and glamorous because those are, but those are just few days out of a really long year. 
Right. Yes. And the road it takes to get to those. Nobody sees that and what you go through to make it to those big rodeos. So, yeah. Yeah. So you talked about how you and Cody got married when you were really young, right? Yes. Yep. Very young. Can you walk us through those early years? Because you talked about that some in the piece that you wrote, and that was really impactful to me. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about like what life was like for you in those early years. It was definitely an eye-opener. Like I always knew Cody would rodeo. That was just, we just knew that's what he wanted to do. And I was on board 100%, but I didn't realize how much alone time you're, as a wife, you're spending and how much time as a mom, you're raising your kids alone. Cody over the phone, helping raise the kids and when he's home, of course, but you're 90% of the time raising your kids alone, getting them to the events they need to go to, this, all the things they're involved in. Basically, you put your world on a back burner to take care of home, the kids, the animals, everything. So it definitely wasn't easy. But Well, so you talk about like when you guys first got married and you were that young, Cody wasn't rodeoing right away. It wasn't until a couple years in that he left to college rodeo. Yes. Yep. He actually poured concrete for his dad. And I'm not sure if he had, how he had heard of Sean Davis, College of Southern Idaho, coaching up there for them. He put together a video of his rides, and in high school, Cody did every event, even steer wrestling, believe it or not. Cody did every event, and anyway, he submitted a video to Sean because he knew he didn't want to pour concrete for the rest of his life, and anyway, was hoping if you're going to be coached, he might as well be coached by the best. And so yeah. anyway, he submitted that video and got accepted to CSI to rodeo for Sean. And he legit packed up and left in the truck and camper, lived in the truck and camper until he could find a place for us to live, showered at the expo center. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, kind of a rough go, but very determined. And it, that's, yeah. At that point, do you, did you guys have two two kids or three? Two. We had two. We had Rusty and Ryder. Yep. And they were just small. I just, I can't even imagine. You're still so young at the time. Yes. And you get married. He's not rodeoing at the time. And so it's kind of, I would say it's a little different than most people's path. And that you got married, you started your family. He wasn't rodeoing at the time. And then as a together you make this decision that he's going to go and pursue his dream and kind of (laughs) leaves you and the kid behind to do this as somebody so young. And I can imagine that probably created a lot of conflicting feelings for you in that you want to support him in pursuing something bigger and what his dream is. But what was that like for you, you making that decision and knowing what you were going to be taking on with him leaving? I honestly don't know that I even grasp what I was going to, what was going to be happening for us as a family because I didn't know anybody that rodeoed. It was completely new. It was a whole new world for me. So I'm, I was just, yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, let's do it. 
where my entire family is. We lived around the entire family. So to leave the family, to go to Idaho was a stretch. But I was like, okay, we'll do this. We'll try it. And finding a place to live, to go from having a paycheck come in, even if it wasn't big, he's working concrete for his dad. To when your next paycheck's coming, yeah, yeah, to just the unsure of it all was, yeah, I don't honestly, when I look back at it, I think, holy crap, what would I be thinking? (laughs) I'm just thinking as you speak here that I rodeoed myself professionally, like when Luke and I met. And so I had an idea of the lifestyle and even there was even time for me, times for me after we first got married, I even had moments when I started staying home and he was traveling of like, wow, what did I get myself into? And I should have known that I couldn't have had more information going into this. And I still, there were still parts of it that really surprised me that you don't, I don't know if it's just not possible to grasp until you're actually living it, but just how much you are alone, which is what what you were just saying. Yes, the the being alone thing, going to events, weddings, family functions, yes. anything you're alone, and yeah, school school functions for your kids or sporting event, anything, and you're always alone or third wheeling it with family or <laughs> if you're lucky, <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea, none. I'd go back to Arizona to see my friends or go to these functions or like you said, weddings or even when I started going to school things. I think people thought I invented Luke. Like I don't think they even believed me that he existed because he was never there. Yeah. Even these, even things that you think are like big things that like, oh, he can come home for that. People that don't know, they're just like, wait, it doesn't make sense that he's not here. Or they start to think like maybe this isn't like a great marriage or something that they're never (laughs) together. Yeah. Are you sure you're married? Is your marriage okay? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So then he finishes college and decides to pursue a professional career, rodeoing full-time. And then what was that period of time in your life like? That was probably the hardest. It was on the road all the time. When we were going to college, he was home, go to a college rodeo, but he was home. He was there. So when he decided to give it a go that was probably the hardest time because there wasn't anybody that paved the way for Cody like he has for my boys he didn't have that he was just Cody Wright from small town Milford nobody had heard about him nobody knew who he was so he had to go make that name for himself and it's not easy obviously it's not mm-hmm. easy to go out there and make a name for yourself. And that was probably, you know, they have to go extra hard to all the little yeah. rodeos and hope to get into the big ones. And you don't. And right. so that was probably the hardest time was the beginning. Yeah. I think back on it now, and I don't know exactly what time frame you're talking about, but even if we're going back to like, early 2000s, I'd say, rodeos changed a lot in the last 20-something years, which I'm sure in really stark contrast with looking at where Cody was at and how things were when he was first trying to break into the game versus now, 
your kids rodeoing and what they stepped into when they decided to take that leap. Yes. And I, and my boys, they're good. They see what co- what doors Cody has opened for them and they recognize it. Not that they need to. They ride good enough to. They're all right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they're okay. I guess (laughs) they they do a pretty good job. (laughs) But they recognize the doors that he opened for them, and I always tell him, "You guys are lucky." I don't know if you know how lucky are you. Didn't have the the struggles as far as the rusty who rider who you know. Oh, anyway, yeah, and that's not nothing for sure. And like you were saying, you're just, you're not even just trying to hit all the big rodeos. You're going to every little like $500 added. Yes. And I don't know how different it is in the rough stock. I don't have any um, experience there, but I'm sure you're not getting on the best horses. Right. You really started from the ground up, which I think is so admirable. And you don't have sponsors, which is a huge thing in getting somebody down the road. Yes. And just, it doesn't even feel like you're starting at square zero. It's like, you're negative. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And I, and I'm not sure if I talked about this with you before on the, on your blog, but I remember one time Cody traveled with Cody Demers and they were, I I don't know where they were going. I feel like it was like a California run and there was no money. And I'm like, you can't go. Like, how am I going to buy milk for the kids? And he was like, I got to go. I have to go. I was so mad that he went. And I just was like, I don't know how I'm going to feed the kids while he's gone. And I feel like that was probably one of the lowest times because I'm like, I was mad at him for going. He was looking at me like, what do I do? My my traveling partner's in the truck waiting. I got to go. This is not that I didn't have complete faith in his abilities. And I, it was just, the which is the right move at this point that we're in and i actually i think that was probably the the year before he made the finals and i would be like maybe it's time to get a real job a real job that that you can count on the income and of course but yeah no it wasn't in the cards (laughs) for him that way (laughs) well i'm i'm sure in a moment like that I can't even imagine how conflicted you are as a mom and being the worry and the guilt. And then as a wife, you're the same things, worried, feeling guilty, asking him to stay. You're being torn apart and you're being asked to make some, not just sacrifices, but really, I mean, the decisions that you're faced with then in that moment. Feeling terrible for asking him to stay, but trying to... Yeah, not knowing what you should do. Yeah, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yes, I'm glad he never gave up. Right. But it's definitely not easy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and just being, like you said, the, going back to getting a real job, I think that it, a, any rodeo wife has those moments of, can't you just stay home and get a real job? And for different reasons. Sometimes it's just the stability. Sometimes it's just the time of having them there. Sometimes it's just, like having that routine of life or having them around. And then like you were saying, just knowing that in a week or two weeks or whatever, like there's going to be a paycheck when you don't have that assurance in rodeo at all. Right. One time Cody was at Albuquerque 
actually it was in 2002 because he was in the standings high enough to make the finals and it was going to be his first year because his first year he made the finals was 2003 and it was 2002 he was on his way to making his first finals and he was up in albuquerque and that's towards the end of the year then right i think well i feel like it was like september i can't remember but i think back then 2002 that's when the season still ended in november Right. Yeah. So I had went to a Western store and there was a pair of boots that I'd been eyeing up for a long time. And I'm like, you know what? He's going to make the finals. He's riding outstanding. I called him and he's like, just buy him, just buy the boots. (laughs) So I bought the boots. And that night he rode in Albuquerque and busted his leg. And I took the boots back the next day. He didn't end up making the finals. I think he ended up 16th, and it was horrible. I felt such guilt for buying those boots. Like, I jinxed him. (laughs) Oh, you just broke my heart. (laughs) It was awful. I remember thinking, why did you buy those boots? He was probably worried about you buying these expensive boots, and they probably weren't expensive, you know, at all. But anyways. Oh, my gosh. And then to end up 16th. How many years did he rodeo kind of full-time before he made the finals? Let's see. I think it was like, oh, geez, what was it? I don't know. It was a couple years going hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I think that's one of the things that doesn't get talked about that we should mention is that. You have, you have a whole field of people that are rodeoing full-time hard in an effort to make it to the finals. They're not just like circuit guys or whatever. They're really rodeoing. And only 15 of them are going to make the finals. And the other, however many, they didn't spend less money that no. year. No. no, they probably spent more because out yeah, of desperation, they're trying to get to more rodeos. To all, yeah. And they didn't spend less time away from home. So they're making the exact same amount of sacrifices and they're not getting any of that payoff at the end of the year. That alone is such a heartbreak. And I think too, it really speaks to the resilience of somebody like Cody. Everything you've said up until this point does, but to continue to face that kind of like get knocked down, get back up again and try with the same amount of like vigor to go again the next year, just harder. I think that kind of challenge either it, it's a really make it or break it thing. It defines character, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And I see it with my boys like Rusty. He's had injury after injury. And it's hard to see that. It's hard with Cody. It was mm-hmm. hard with Cody, but it's way harder to watch my boys because I'm like, oh, I've been there. Oh, I yeah. know what you're going through. And so it's yeah, it's not fun. No, I can't imagine it. And in the same breath, it's no easier for you those years, harder for you those years, not just in supporting him and seeing the man that you love struggling so much or being so close or those moments or whatever, but you're still sacrificing so much to keep him going down the road. And I'm, I, I would imagine myself having moments of like, is this even worth it? Like, what are we doing? Right. And I, that time with the bread, I can't even buy milk, I can't even buy bread, why are you going? After that, it was like, I'll, I will never do that again. I will never yeah. do that again because 
the guilt that I had put on him, I'm sure, pulling out of that driveway, knowing that, that I didn't know how to feed the kids while he was gone. Yeah. I'm sure it was tenfold hard for him to, to oh, go. Worse. So I always, I've always tried to just be in it with him up or down, no, no matter the outcome, because as hard as it is for me at home, Raising the kids alone, I couldn't imagine being away from the kids and doing the guy part of it. And he's obviously a great father. And what I know of him, just a great guy. So I can't imagine the pressure that he's probably putting on himself to provide for his family. Yeah, yeah. So then what then is it like the first year he makes the finals? What was that like? It was insane. He won around, and I think it paid 11000 Now it's almost triple that. <laughs> seriously. And he rode, and I was just like, it was like crazy. I remember going outside in the hallway and just, I couldn't even wrap my head around the fact that we were there. He had made it. I was riding against Billy, Dan, Rod, like the you legends know, the of legends. the event. Yeah. And he had won around and I just thought, holy crap, we have waited so long for this. We have worked so hard for this. And I just felt like we'd hit the jackpot. <laughs> and just to see how excited he was to be there, to watch the boys watch him. And anyway, it was good. It was fun. And that rodeo I so often talk about is categorized by the most extreme highs and lows of life. It just, there's the highest highs and the lowest lows. And I think you've summed that up. You go from one year being, having the finals within reach, he breaks his leg. You're so worried about money with your family to the next year. Like you said, he's riding against the biggest guys in the world, wins around, and you just feel on top of the world, like invincible in that moment. And that like, this is why we do it. Right. And it is too, that saying you go from champ to chump in one jump. Honestly, that describes rodeo to a T. And for any rodeo cowboy in any event, you get too high, you're knocked right back down the next run or the next ride. And yeah, it's a humbling lifestyle for sure. <laughs> yes, it is. And I think that's part of it too, is that nobody is beyond that. You can be right. the best in the world. And you have a bad day and it knocks you back down. You don't have a team. You can't go and have like a bad game and your team right. kind of pulled you through and you got the win anyways. It's like, right. you no. really are. <laughs> yes, yes. So then a 28-year marriage, five kids, like how did you do it? What's your secret? I think because he's my number one. He's my priority. Not that I don't have friends because I do have friends, but... I don't have friends like <laughs> Cody's my Cody and my kids are my world. And, you know, family's just my focus. And it always has been. And my job as a wife, as a mother, my priorities are my husband and my kids. And I don't know, I just try to always keep the outside world outside. And when Cody's home, he was my focus and he reciprocated that. It's always just been us, the disagreements. We 
agree to disagree and, you know, choose your battles and family first. It's just always been, you know, not that there ain't been rocky, hard times where I want to kill him. <laughs> so you're normal. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is really true that what you're saying is when you guys can be together is that is really is your focus and your priority. Yeah. In all of that, and it's so apparent to anyone that I would say knows anything about your family, how close all of you are. Okay. So is there then knowing how difficult this road is as a choice, when your kids are getting old enough that they're probably high school rodeoing and everything and make the decision that they want to go pursue their own rodeo careers, knowing what they were in for, was there ever a time that you're like, oh, gosh, don't do it? Like wanting your kids to choose an easier path? Oh, for sure. For sure. And actually, that's where we're at right now with Lily. She wants to barrel race so bad. And she's and your I youngest, like, right? She's my youngest. She's 14. Mm-hmm. And... She's so determined. She's got this mental game that's like insane. She's so determined that it's scary. And I'm like, don't you want to do something else? Like (laughs) she's very athletic and I'm like, you could barrel race forever. Let's focus on softball, on dance, on all the things that you don't get to do forever. And she's so determined and I'm really trying hard. Not that I don't want her to be a barrel racer or have anything against. Sure. Rodeo is just a hard, it's just hard. It is a hard Mm -hmm. lifestyle that even as my kids grew up in it and seen it firsthand and lived it, I don't think they realized until they have their own family how hard it is to leave and have the kids crying as they're driving away. It's awful. Like, Bexley, when Ryder left last winter, she just cried at the window because her dad's leaving. And Rusty's kids too, the same thing. They just cry. And it, and like I said, as much as they lived it with their dad and they were the ones chasing their dad down the dirt road and you don't even grasp it until you're in it. And then you're like, oh, it doesn't prepare you. It doesn't. It's, yeah, it's not an easy lifestyle, but it's such a rewarding life like I wouldn't trade it as hard as it's been I would never trade it it has been amazing to do it with Cody and now my kids right so then as their mom you've lived one side of it supporting your husband and now trying to support your kids are there things that prepared you that you learned along the way that now like how do how are you supporting your boys in those moments are they calling you and like mom that was so hard what do you say (laughs) I try to be honest and I've had my boys all at different times be like mom you don't know you don't ride bronx No, I don't. I never have, but I can promise you I know a thing or two because I am married to Cody. You need to stay back. You got into your reign. You need to stay back more. You need to focus on this. I've said, and I know I sound like a complete goober because I am a girl. (laughs) And they're like, oh, wow, here she goes again. But I try to be honest. I'm not going to just tell them, oh, you look awesome when you really, you rode like (laughs) not good at all. So... (laughs) I try to be honest with them, but I also try to, I just encourage the positive thinking 
because I feel like that is like 99% of it. The mental side of rodeo is huge. And they struggle. They've all struggled with that. Everybody does. And if they don't, then they're telling the story. But I don't know. It's harder to watch my kids do it because I know it's way harder. It's so much harder to watch my kids not succeed like they want. Or what's really hard is to get on social media and read the terribly rude people say things about my kids i do they I didn't, really oh my gosh and cody it wasn't that bad social media when he was in the thick of it it wasn't as bad but lately it's been just like oh mama bear wants to come out and i try not to i have had my little cat fights with people on <laughs> Social media, I try not to because I'm, for the most part, I'm a, those that know my kids know they're good people or whatever. And, but some people are mean. They forget that these cowboys are humans, real people. They're somebody's kid. They're somebody's dad. They're somebody's husband. Or, so that's probably one of the, I am very thankful I didn't have that with Cody. Oh, I'm sure. And your boys, all have such a social media presence. They're all like stars. They have it, it, just in the rodeo world. There's all of them that are rodeoing have already had amazing careers. And yeah. so, 27 is the oldest child you have competing. So they're all young. They're they've got so many people looking up to them. Tons of followers. I'm sure that whatever they're getting on social media, their reach is very wide. So I can assume that and. I can't imagine how hard it is to probably hold yourself back sometimes if they're getting negativity. Right. For every one negative comment, there's a hundred nice ones. And and Cody will have to say, just don't read it. Like, why would you go read those comments? That's why would you do that to yourself? I'm like, I know. For real. Why? It makes it sound so simple. (laughs) (laughs) To the guy that doesn't even get on social media. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I am just non-confrontational to a fault. And so those people always, I'm like, ah, whatever. But if somebody says something about one of my kids or even Luke, and I'm like, I'm like the Hulk. I'm like, you want to say that again? And you have to think some people just are kind of awful. I'm sure they're probably just very unhappy people. But right. I always ask myself, like, all right, say Stetson, somebody says something awful about him. I have to stop and wonder, like, if they knew his mom was going to read this, like, are they still going to type something like that? Because like you said, I think it's so easy. These people that we see with large followings on social media, it's easy to kind of compartmentalize that they're actually people. They're not just a public figure. He's not just an athlete. He has his own family. He has a mom. He's got brothers and stuff that do see this stuff. And it's hurtful. It's not just an anonymous comment made behind a keyboard, right? Right. Well, and, and Stetson had really been getting the wrath for like, it's been about a month or two, but like nonstop, just the haters were in full force. Really? And I, cr- I cried. I oh. was like, this is awful. Cause he called. And so those things motivate him. Stetson sure. is motivated okay. by the haters, which I envy him for that. But oh, one night too. he called me and he was like, Mom, did you get on social media? And I said, yes, I've seen it. And he's like, well, 
why, why are they like that? And oh, well, I got off the phone and I cried. I'm like, how ignorant are these people? They don't even know this kid. And he's a kid. He's just young. And then the next morning I was on Instagram or something and there was a post about Morgan Wallen. And I thought, I'm going to look at the comments. And the people were so rude about him. And I told Cody, it's not my kids get a small fraction compared to Morgan Wallen, who is sure. But as his mother, if she reads that, I'm I'm sure it affects her the same. And it's just hard. People, that's probably one that, because social media is such a huge thing with the sponsors. They want social media. Like it's a huge It's one of the biggest parts of their sponsorships is social media. Well, at this point, it's just kind of a necessary evil. Right. Yeah, exactly. Necessary evil. And it's so hard. Like I it's their responsibility to do this social media pushes. And but it's also it's it's hard to read those things about yourself. So, yeah. Well, even when you are somebody like you were saying, Stetson, for example, who kind of uses that as a motivation, but everybody has their breaking point. We're all human, right? You can only read so many bad things before you want to defend yourself, especially when it's not true. I'm sure I can't imagine what a challenge that is and a whole other thing that I guess I in some ways feel lucky that if he's in his early 20s, I can't imagine having to deal with that type of stuff when I was that age shakes your confidence. And we were just talking too about like the how important the mental aspect of rodeo is. I think as far as determining your success, it's probably the most important thing For because sure. when you're yeah. off, yeah, when you're off your mental game, it's incredibly difficult to go out there and win. Yeah. And so when you have all of that in your mind, it, it's just another thing you're carrying around. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. So not just your kids, but let's see, are it's two of your boys married? Yes, Rusty and Ryder. And I just kind of, I don't know their wives well, but I, of course, know of them. I keep up with them <laughs> through social media. I promise I'm only leaving nice comments. <laughs> <laughs> but I just adore their families. Your boys seem like such great dads and the girls seem really amazing. Are there ways that you found yourself able to support their wives since you know what they're going through? Do you all live close or? Yes. Yep. We all, Ryder lives just half a mile down the road. Rusty and Stetson both live about a mile, a couple miles from us. So we're all just kind of right here. And yeah, it's nice to to all be here together. And when Rusty's gone, they have four kids at home. And so every morning we, well, during school, it's summer now, but we go pick up Rookie for school. So Morgan doesn't have to drag all the kids out. And yeah, because they're little. Yeah, they're little. And Bexley, that's Ryder's little girl, Bexley. They just have the one and she's expecting. Yes, yeah, so exciting. Yeah, I I don't know. I try to be there for the girls because I know how hard it is to be alone all the time. Yeah. <laughs> with the kids. and But they do a great job. I think that's one of the biggest things that I would suggest to anybody going into this, like the advice I would give anybody, any woman who's going to live this lifestyle is going to marry a rodeo cowboy is is like your support system is so key. And right. whether that's family members to help you out with the kids or just to check in with you so you don't feel so alone because the loneliness gets so intense. 
And I've never quite figured out the best way to articulate how the year just seems to stretch on forever when it's that many nights alone or days alone or whatever. But just having that support system, having somebody who understands. So I would assume that you knowing that they need that. And so you just being there is probably huge for them. Right. And anytime my boys date, I'm like, oh, do these girls have any clue what they're getting (laughs) into or because because they don't I don't I shouldn't say do they because I know they don't you just don't don't have a clue (laughs) it looks so glamorous and (laughs) you need to write like a little handbook you can pass out to them be like just so you know this is what you're getting this is the criteria (laughs) not sure you want to do this (laughs) so there was a time though that when your older boys started rodeoing that two of so Rusty Ryder and Cody, your husband, all made the finals the same year. That's mind-blowing. Like, first of all, my first reaction is like, how amazing, like, what a cool experience. And second of all, knowing how I felt when I would watch Luke compete in Vegas, I'm like, I would be a wreck. I would be such a wreck watching my boys and my husband compete there. What was that year like for you? It was super special. Like, it just doesn't happen. And so it was super special to, to have it happen. And just the, they're so close. All my kids are so close and with Cody. And so for them to be able to experience that together. And even still today, my boys are like, come on, dad, you know, you want to (laughs) come. Crack back out. (laughs) Yeah, just do it. Just come on. Let's just, I want to go to the rodeo with you. And and I'm like, oh no, (laughs) we've passed that. We are way (laughs) past that. But that experience was seriously the neatest. And the hardest part was for me, like, you're so happy when one wins and you're so heartbroken for the others. And like, of course, I want Cody to win. He's paying the bills, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But when it comes to your kids, I don't know. I was always so like, I I was happy the whole time because they all did good. It was just super amazing. And But yeah, it's kind of hard to have them compete against each other. I'm sure. And even now your boys all competing against each other. Does that create like a weird dynamic between them? It certainly doesn't seem like it does. I have to say that this only as my outsider's perspective, your boys seem so genuinely supportive of each other. And I think we've all seen those. Anybody who follows rodeo, even casually has seen the pictures of your boys and you can literally see them, you know, the ones that aren't riding at that moment on the backs of the shoots, just like cheering their hearts out for whoever's yes. out in the arena. And that like, as a mom, that just gives me goosebumps. Like that's all you want for your right. kids, right? And I think they genuinely, truly want the other one to win. Like almost to a fall, like it, they would have guilt if they won and the brothers didn't. And I'm like, you can't, cause it'll turn like everyone's going to have, everyone will have their win and But it's hard. They truly are each other's biggest fans and probably want it for each other more than themselves. But it's fun. It's 
probably one of my proudest moments as a mom is to watch them cheer each other on like that. Not yeah. to say they don't have their moments where they want to kill each other, you know. You're probably the only mom in the universe that's ever tra- had to be like, listen, you got to stop being so nice to your brother. You're going to have to beat him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have their fights where you're like, okay, you, you guys have been in the truck too long together. Because yeah. they now your family is kind of like is rodeo they have like their own sort of i don't know what the right word is persona or they all travel together is that right well stepson travels with kai hamilton okay because okay. of the way they let you enter it's you can't sure because he's riding bulls and, too yeah yeah mm-hmm. but yeah they do travel together yeah but it's kind of just and i love this to see how they're the right brothers and how or the right boys or whatever people call them. And they all wear their blue shirts blue. and stuff. And I just I love that because it really, for me, personifies a lot of what the best parts of rodeo is, which is that it's family. Right. It's like it's all those things, it's supportiveness. And they just embody that so much, which I think is so great to see. And I'm so glad that's what's being put out because they are so recognizable and have so many fans. And so I love that they're showing the great parts about rodeo, which is what you want people to see. You know, it's a sport that we love so much. So to, to have it represented in such a positive way is such a blessing to the sport. Right. Well, in other sports, it's not like that. You cheer against yeah. the other team. And I think that's one of the things about rodeo that I love. You know, my boys will go ride make their ride and then run back to the shoots and help each other or help, you know, the next guy, the roadie crest and give them pointers and, and not just my boys, all of the cowboys. It's just such a wonderful thing that the rodeo world does and is compared to other sporting events because I've seen, I've had some, somebody come to the NFR that, hadn't been they're not rodeo people and one of the other cowboys bucked off or whatever and they cheer and you're just mortified you're like oh my gosh no we don't we don't do that here (laughs) yeah we don't do that you can't ever come back again (laughs) that's that's what other sports do and anyway that's kind of i love that about rodeo yeah when so i have to say and i think i told you this at the time because it was a few years ago but when you wrote your piece for companion pass each one of, I think, th- two or three of your boys at different times when I was talking about it on, like, I kind of shared it on social media that you had done this and was posting some stories and stuff. And at least two of your boys, I think three of them, I don't want to not give somebody credit here. Right. It's just my memory. But reached out to me when I was doing that and was just singing your praises. Or one <laughs> of them sent me a message that was like, thank you so much for doing this for her. And they, oh, that makes me I, cry. Mean, I could cry thinking about it. And they're not even my kids, but it was <laughs> just, they went out of their way as, as really young boys, 19, 20, early 20s that are going out of their way saying, my mom deserves this. She deserves to be celebrated. One of them was like, she's the glue that holds our family together. She's the one that never gets talked about. And to know that your kids, even being so young, recognized your sacrifice and everything that you did for the family. It's like you have really raised those boys right. And that was a pun that I didn't <laughs> mean to say. Hey, I didn't even but catch that. Have, <laughs> but you have. And that they, 
I mean, I just think that you should know that because as a mom, I, I would think that there's no, nothing more rewarding than knowing that nothing, that they saw all of the things that you did through the years growing up and that they really attribute some of their success to you. And and I think that's a very well-deserved recognition. Yeah, yeah that, that makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> They're good kids. They are good kids for sure. <laughs> and just really seem and seem like it and that you faced so many challenges and that you have managed to raise such great boys who not only you do want your kids to go out and be successful and and find success in what they're great at, which they all really have. Your boys are just incredible athletes and amazing at everything, really. I don't know how you've done it. You've got like, you've got the secret, whatever, whatever it is. But just good people, too. That's something to be really proud of. And I think all of that is really, it's really paid off. But in that, being this such a rock for your family, was there ever time for you or your own goals or pursuits? Or was that something that had to be put on the back burner? Well, honestly, I think my kids, and I don't mean to sound like I don't have any goals or any dreams of my own, but forever my dreams have always been to just be a mom, be a wife, and raise a good family. So I don't ever feel like I was put on the back burner. I just feel like my kids are my calling. And so I'm, I get to do what I love. And that is be their mom. I love that so much. And I think that's really special in and of itself is that was what you always wanted to do. And like I just everything I just said, clearly you were living your dream then because you ha yeah. have accomplished all of those goals. And I love that so much. And I'm sure now because you get to be a grandma, which is God I hear is the best part. How many oh, grandkids yeah. do you have now? Rusty has four and Ryder has one and Stetson has one. And then we've got one on the way. So we have seven or we will. Seven. <laughs> yes. oh. Are you loving this stage of that, of oh, life? First, yes. I always tell everybody grandkids are why we have kids <laughs> <laughs> because they are, it is seriously the best. And Ryder and Cheyenne with theirs, they've had several losses. So for this one to come, it's just a huge blessing. So we are like, we, she's like, I think she's 31 weeks right now. So we're crossing our fingers and holding our breasts that he stays in there longer. But yeah. we finally get to add another boy to the family. So another boy. <laughs> What's the boy to girl ratio for grandkids right now? We just have rookie. Rusty's one and then three girls. Rusty has rookie, Memphis, Malone, and Mesa. And then Stetson has Kingsley and Ryder has Bexley and then the one on the way. Well, finally, Lily was probably not feeling quite so left out because she was the only girl for a long <laughs> yes. time, right? Yeah. yeah. Are her big yeah. brothers protective? Oh, my. And by the way, she's like gorgeous. Thank you. Stetson, well, all of her brothers spoil her, but like <laughs> Stetson next level. He just bought her a barrel horse, two, two barrel horses. And Dang. yeah, he's very good to her. <laughs> they all are good that. to her. Yeah. And to have such, I I feel like my kids fight all the time. I'm always trying to tell them like, this is your brother. Like right. someday would be all you have. Like you have to foster this. I'm so close to my sisters and I'm always trying to foster that kind of relationship. 
with my boys. So maybe I can send them to like write summer camp where you can teach them how to do this stuff. <laughs> I don't stuff. know about that. Like I said earlier, they still fight like <laughs> like they're in the in elementary school still. It's but balance, el- right? They always have each other's backs, that's for sure. They can be mean, but nobody else can. <laughs> that's it. That's it for sure. You just have to sick them on those keyboard warriors yes. who are coming after their yeah, brothers. <laughs> for sure. So before I let you go, I was wondering if you have a favorite rodeo memory or moment that you think about that it, that you're the most fond of. And maybe you can have two, like one from watching Cody compete and one for your boys. Or you can have as many as you want. I'll listen all day long. <laughs> Let's see. My favorite. Oh, there's so there really is a lot. Yeah, um, the Calgary memories, Cody riding there, Rusty riding there in the novice, Bronk riding, Stetson riding there in the novice bull riding. I think just those together rodeos, like the NFR when they competed together. Yeah. And so, yeah. Getting just, to watch them all in one yeah. spot. Actually, so this awesome. year, Stetson, so at the American, he said if he won both events, he was going to buy me a Jeep. And I said, no, you're not. No, you're not buying me a Jeep. Why don't you fly us out to Houston? Then we can watch because all my boys rode in Houston at the same time. And so he did. He flew us all. He flew me and Cody and Millie out to Houston so that we could watch them all at the same time. And that, that was probably one of the, that was probably one of the best. It's just to be there, all of us at Houston, which is such a prestigious place. Yeah. But he did surprise me with my Jeep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you kidding? <laughs> he did. Right after. Oh. He surprised me with a brand new Jeep. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a boy. That is amazing. And I'm sure that probably just makes him feel so good to be able to do that for you too. Yeah. But that's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a good kid. Oh, that is so cool. That's very cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. I just have loved talking to you so much. And I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing. I know that you were a little nervous to do this because the both of us are not (laughs) great at this whole (laughs) public speaking thing. So I appreciate it so much. It's been really wonderful. Thank you for having me. I hope you've had as much fun as I have listening to the heartwarming stories, adventures, mishaps, and life lessons from the arena and beyond. Now that you're officially a member of our Big Rodeo family, it would mean so much to us if you could take a moment to leave a rating and a written review. I'm passionate about putting these stories out into the world, and I love hearing your feedback. Knowing exactly what you want to hear more of or how an episode resonated with you helps us to continue to grow and, most importantly, share even more of our wild rodeo lives. Mm